Well, good morning, my brothers and sisters. And let me say it differently today. Good morning, my sisters and brothers. Let's give the the females elevation here today. We are going to think about today a question. Are you a Calvinist or a scripturist? And we're in a passage from John 15, and the Lord says something just amazing, sobering, exploding, star this in your Bible. John 5, 21, as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whom he will. The Son and the Father gives life to whom he will. So this is introduces, and it's a huge topic, and I talked about it for seven minutes yesterday, and obviously seven minutes isn't enough to thoroughly discuss the doctrine of election. So I'm going to give it another few minutes here today, and I just want you to know that I stand very humbly in this uh, uh, topic. You know, I I could be wrong, and I'm and I probably am wrong, and probably you are too. So let's approach this very, very humbly. So in the Reformation, the, the, the reformers in the 1500s, they came up with the great soundbite of the five solas. And that, that means by faith alone and by scripture alone and by grace alone, in Christ alone and for God's glory alone are we to walk this Christian life. And today I'm just going to add two. So I'm going to have seven solas. The next one is by God's election alone. And then the seventh is by God's choice slash, by our choice slash repentance and receiving alone. So Christians have a tendency to want to sort of name drop other Christians. And and part of that is excellent. Okay. There's, so people, so John Calvin and John Edwards and Tyndale and Martin Lloyd Jones and Corey Ten Boom and Henry Nowen and Tyndale and St. Paul and Apollos and or maybe my favorite Jan Hus, H-U-S. Uh, these people all had things to really be um, admiring about. Now, the problem is they're human. And so whose shoulders would you rather stand upon? And, and I, I picture this in my Bible is do you want to stand on the Bible or do you want to stand on the shoulders of someone who stands upon the Bible? Now, let me just say that, uh, let's say, for example, Calvin is, he's 10 times the thinker I'll, I'll ever be. He's 10 times the Christian uh, I'll ever be. But ultimately, here's the sobering thing, is my faith is not in him or Corey Ten Boom or Jan Hus. My, my faith is in the Lord, and the way the Lord has asked us to understand him is primarily through the scriptures. So uh, so on one hand, uh, I admire the dogs, the dead old guys and the dead old gals of the faith, and I want to use them as much as possible and admire them as much as uh, possible. But then... On the other hand, their faith doesn't matter to me. My, the Lord is calling me to a relationship with him, and I don't live, ultimately, I don't live my faith inside the head of 
uh, John Edwards or anybody else. I live my faith inside my head and my heart and my choice. Okay. So there are downsides to sort of claiming these people, and 1 Corinthians chapter 1 talks a lot about that, where uh, associating yourself with a certain person can be used to separate you from, from, from other Christians. And I think election as and God's choice should basically bring us together in humble submission under his umbrella. So if election is used to separate us, I think that's probably not the, the, the main way God wants us to do. So I would say that I am as much of a Jan Hussian or a, as much as a Calvinist as the scriptures allow. So are you a Calvinist? Are you, I'm a scripturist. So my, my emphasis is let's, let's talk about scripture. And one of the things that the big points is it doesn't matter practically who you follow because the Bible still tells each of us, hey, are you forgiving? Are you being like God? Are you extending mercy? Are you practicing hesed? Are you loving your neighbors and enemies? Are you building his kingdom? Are you using his gifts? And if not, get busy. Do the work of being a Christian. So it doesn't matter whose you know, name you slap on the, on the, on the, the body. It's like, hey, I got things for you to do. And all Christians uh, have to kind of come under this umbrella. So uh, I stand in awe today. And Lord, I love your wrath. I love your judgment. I love your righteousness. And I love your erection, election. And I, I want to make room for you in my heart uh, in this area. So yes, I want to get my arms all the way around election as much as possible and do my job in consideration and knowledge and not be a sloppy amateur theologian, but I also want to stand in awe and do my job as an admirer and a worshiper and, oh my goodness, I can't get my arms around this. So realizing the finiteness of my brain and the bigness of this uh, area of your election. And then I want to just sit back and rejoice in the security of God's election. That is, what God holds cannot be dropped. And if God's elected me, and God's elected you, and God's elected us, then we are just the the, the most snug as a bug people in the world. So yes, he's a life giver, and yes, he's a, he's a chooser, and he's a powerful chooser. So with regards to being a Calvinist or whatever, I'm not called in to, to live and account for what was the the life of uh, Tyndale or Paul or anybody else. I have to live in my heart, and that's what I am accountable for. So Lord, teach me from these dogs of old, and especially from your word. I am a scriptureist, and I think of a couple of verses that have come to mind is, Number one is, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him, 1 Samuel 3.18. And then finally, Job 44. I am of small account. What shall I answer you? This is Job speaking to the Lord. I lay my hand upon my mouth. So let me leave election with that today. I'm standing here with my hand on my mouth. I'll see you tomorrow.